0: This is TCE number 40, Theology and Current Events number 40, Baptizing in an Emergency. Hello, my name is Father David Nix. This is the Padre Peregrino podcast. Real quick TCE for you today. What happens if you come across an adult who's dying? What happens if you come across a baby who's dying? Can you baptize? We're going to talk about the practical side of it. Two quick notes before I show you the practical side of it that I want to talk about infants dying. This is a very unpopular opinion, but even the new code of canon law holds that if you come across a dying baby and the baby's parents are, say, Jewish or Muslim and they're not around, you can still baptize that baby to get that baby to heaven. Again, it's very unpopular, but not only do the old codes of canon law hold to this, but even the new codes hold that if you come across a baby who is dying and the parents would not give consent, even if they're not there, you can still baptize that baby if it's dying. On the other hand here's the thing grandparents if you happen to have a grandchild who is not going to be raised in the catholic faith and is not dying you cannot baptize that baby why not because both the bible and the new code of canon law hold there has to be a good chance that that child is going to be raised in the catholic faith doesn't mean that you have a, have a guarantee the kid's going to be catholic but you can't baptize another child Um, If there's not a good chance that baby's going to be raised in the Catholic faith, at least with the minimal amount of faith, because otherwise you're just putting weapons on its belt that it's not going to be able to defend. So again, just to go over this really quick, if you come across a baby in a neonate unit whose parents are, say, Jewish or Muslim and the baby's truly dying, you do not need permission of the parents. That's in the new code of canon law. On the other side of the coin, if you happen to come across a child who's doing just fine, even an infant who's just fine, and you know the parents are not going to raise that cal- that child Catholic, then you cannot baptize that baby against the parent's wishes. Okay, now we'll talk about the practical side of if you come across a dying adult how to baptize and if you come across a dying infant how to baptize. The only thing that you really need to do an emergency baptism Is have a bottle of water so we're just gonna use a really simple bottle of water right here now if you happen to be visiting say your uncle in the hospital and no one else is around and he's not baptized let's say he's nonverbal you might want to bring a crucifix because you can say something like just squeeze my hand if you want to be baptized but let's make it really simple on this one if you come across a dying adult You only have to have in the back of your mind two questions. You really should try to memorize these two questions. One, have you been baptized? And two, Jesus can wash away all your sins in baptism. Do you want it? Again, have you been baptized? And Jesus can wash away all your sins in baptism. Do you want it? And you have a bottle of water on hand. Now, obviously, if the person has already been baptized, you can't baptize them again. Or if you come across a dying adult who's unconscious, Obviously, you can't baptize that person because baptism requires faith. And if they're unconscious, you can't prove their faith. And it's not a magic trick. There has to be the sacraments plus faith for this to work. So again, memorize two questions. Have a bottle of water in your hand. But these are the two questions you want to have in the back of your mind. Have you been baptized? And Jesus can wash away all your sins in baptism. Do you want it? Now, let's say the person is conscious, dying, and has never been baptized and then you say, Jesus can wash away all your sins in baptism. Do you want it? And they say, yes. Here's what you do. And all you have to remember is the name, I baptize you, and then three pores for the three persons of the Trinity. As I show you this, remember, it does have to touch the skin. It can also touch the hair. The water can touch the hair, but the skin, the water has to touch the skin on these three pores. So you gently take the person's head in your left hand, if you're right-handed, take the water in your right hand, if you're right-handed again, and then Here's the three the three pores that you have to remember. Chris, and we'll just use the name Chris since it works for men and women. Chris, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. It can get on the hair, but it's also got to touch the skin. The water has to touch the skin at the three pores. I think the hardest thing for people to remember is that they have to have three pores at the three persons of the Trinity. Sounds complex, but practice it a couple times with a honeydew and should come to you pretty quickly. Bottled water is all you need for a lay person, even a non-baptized person can actually do this as long as they do what the Catholic Church wants. So you come up upon a dying person, they haven't been baptized, they agree, they want their sins washed away, real simple. Chris, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So the only difference for an infant, from what we just talked about, is the baby doesn't have to give consent because There is no obstacles up. So it's basically assumed if you come across a baby who is dying, you can baptize that baby. Your faith suffices. But if the parent's around, it's obviously better to get their consent. So what you do is you take the baby's head gently in your left hand if you're right-handed. It's good to have a towel in this case because you're going to try to get most of the water to touch the forehead. It's okay if it gets on the skin, but the water certainly has to touch the forehead, the skin. Again, all you need is a bottle of water and then it goes like this. Again, we'll use the name Chris because it works for boys and girls. Chris, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And it's good to have a towel because the water's going to get in the baby's eyes, so you just wipe it off. But again, just remember three pores for the three persons of the Trinity. Chris, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And one last scenario, let's say you have a situation where maybe there's a car wreck or a burn victim and you can only get to a part of their body that is not their head, maybe a baby in a neonate unit. All you can get to is the foot. I once had a uh, teenage burn patient and the only part of his body that wasn't bandaged was his hand. And so I asked him, I told him, Jesus loves you. He wants to wash away all your sins, squeeze or blink for a yes. And I thought I saw a blink. That was good enough since he was going to die and he did die. But before he died, uh, he did give a little blink or a squeeze of the hand and all I had was access to his hand. So what I did is I took his hand and I said, Chris, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So it's best to go for the head, but if all you can get access to, say in a car accident or a neonate incubator, or again, in my case, a burn victim who had bandages everywhere except his hand, any part of the body will suffice for baptism.